Welcome back to Pounding the Table. Today we have a very special guest, Mr. John Fieldy, the CEO of Celsius Energy Drink. We had the opportunity to interview John two years ago, so if you haven't checked out that episode, make sure to do so after listening to this episode, of course. The thoughts on this podcast are in no way investment advice, purely for entertainment purposes only. This is not a paid interview, and we purely want to bring audience and fans of Celsius Energy Drink thoughts from the CEO. Want to give a quick shout out before we start the interview to our partners over at Underdog Sports. Check out the bio at the end of the interview. We'll have some exclusive offers directly just for PTT listeners. So very exciting. Got a chance to win up to $3 million, $15 million in total prizes. Check out the bio in Spotify, Apple, whatever your streaming device is. And finally, let's get the interview started. Welcome back to Pounding the Table, John. We had you on about two years ago, and since then, you guys have done phenomenal. And most recently, congrats on an incredible quarter. Yeah, no, it's got to be back. It's amazing. I think, you know, last uh, two years ago, you go to 2021, the revenue number was 300 million, 311 million. And we just put up in just in Q2, 326 million. So we that's a whole year and one quarter, which is unreal. Amazing, amazing. A lot of upgrades I've saw. So a lot of positive momentum. We've talked about a lot of these partnerships you're doing. Uh, I think you mentioned Coachella. We saw the Dallas Mavericks, a lot of stuff with the, the NHL. Yeah, no, I mean, if you go back two years ago, 21 to today, um, we last, uh, really last August, we partnered with Pepsi. So they're our main distributor um, uh, this year and, and it's been going really well. So they've increased distribution across the country. So we're in about 95% of reported stores, which is massive. And we got about 14 flavors on average in these stores. So Pepsi's been really transformational to the company. We got great growth momentum. And then on the marketing side, we built out our marketing team. So you mentioned Coachella, you mentioned we're at CMA Fast. You also mentioned Dallas Mavericks. Last weekend, we partnered with uh, Jake Paul for the big uh, Jake Paul versus mm-hmm. Nate Diaz fight. We've been getting into some sport motorsports, partnering with F1 as well. So uh, we're a partner with Ferrari in the US. So great race in Miami. We got two more coming up. So we're excited about that. And we've been uh, doing a lot of sampling uh, at, at gyms and health clubs, first responders, hospitals. It's just a really exciting time and everything seems to be working. So building the teams. Since two years ago, I've probably tripled, if not quadrupled, the size of the team and the company here. So good stuff. Great quarter all around. I have been a drinker, very active since oof, 2008, 2009. And you know, the, the brand back then, it was a much different situation than it is now. It was almost on its way out. And John essentially came in and, and saved the brand to where now I stockpile just because I love it rather than stockpiling because I think it's going to disappear. And speaking of like the revenue number that you just discussed, over 300 million in a quarter, I think when I first invested, you guys were doing under 3 million annually. So to see you guys are now doing that each day is just incredible. So one of the things I would see is you guys are huge on social media and TikTok especially. And I, I always check even like careers pages to see where you guys could be focusing on next. And I see TikTok has been a, a very big focus of yours. Is social media like the new marketing engine for a brand like Celsius? Yeah. I mean, listen, if you're not on social media, you're not really, really staying relevant, right? So if you're going to look for consumers, I, 
I wouldn't say there's like one thing we do that is like the smoking gun and what every brand needs to do. But listen, social media has to be a part of your overall marketing strategy. You mentioned TikTok. If you look at uh, you know the number of uh, followers we have on TikTok, we just exceeded uh, Monster, so we're pretty excited about that. <clears throat> you know, there's a we got a lot of engagement there. The teams do a lot of great job. You check out some of our TikToks. The teams they're all like a lot of them are all in office, which are super cool. We have it fun in the office. They do a lot of great stuff, but TikTok's big, Instagram, you know, you got to be on all these social platforms, YouTube, um, you know, or even on Snapchat. If you got on Snapchat, check out our Celsius filter. It's really cool. The team's done a good job there. And so in the same thing, when we're talking about competitors, um, surpassing Monster and total followers is great. Now to see the downfall of a bank, has Celsius been like the primary beneficiary to the decline in that brand? Yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate what happened with uh with, with Bang. We did benefit a lot of that, um, some of that distribution. When you look at when they were really kind of taken out of some retailers, and we've been able to grab that this year, uh, especially uh, really like last year on the, on the transition period. So uh, also they were in the Pepsi system, and now when we went into the Pepsi system, we got a lot of the Pepsi distribution that they had. Pepsi has a variety of their own branded coolers, so we were able to gain access there. There's also uh, a, a massive amount of independence <clears throat> that Pepsi services. And actually, they're like almost the category captain in these stores. So we were able to gain that distribution as well. So we did gain a lot of distribution with uh, Bang coming out of that, that Pepsi system. Yeah, I can say that I was even at, at Lowe's this past weekend doing stuff around the house. And out of the corner of my eye, I see Celsius is even at Lowe's now. And of course, Pepsi branded cooler. And it's just incredible to see... Now, you used to have to search the store locator to find a Celsius. Now it's just anywhere that you shop. Just impressive. And, and you bring up Pepsi. Now, Pepsi, given its global distribution network, I feel like you guys could be in every country at the flip of a switch if you wanted to. But you do have to do this slow, controlled expansion because, I mean, you don't want to break your own network and your own manufacturing capabilities. With international expansion being key drivers of growth, over the next decade, have those plans accelerated given Pepsi's involvement? Or have you just, you know, you want to stick to your plan because, you know, your, your plan has worked so successfully over the last decade? Yeah, I mean, I still think the U.S. has got a ton of growth and runway left uh, in it. So we're really just in the early stages in the U.S. So you mentioned Lowe's and you mentioned some of these alternative channels outside of traditional energy. When you think about 70% of energy drinks are sold in convenience, we see a huge opportunity just going after these alternative channels. Um, one thing that we do see with Celsius is we see a lot of consumers, we're starting to get really good data coming in that Celsius is being consumed or with food, like at lunch, where you don't really see that with a traditional energy drink, where you'll have a sandwich, a salad, or your lunch meal, and you pair it with an energy drink. Well, we're seeing that with Celsius. So about 11% of our revenue in the second quarter was coming from food service within Pepsi, which also includes colleges and universities, which we're really doing a big job uh, of growing in. And that hasn't even really started in a quarter. So just in general, there's a lot of runway left um, within the US. But to answer your question on international, you know, we do have about a 10 share in Sweden. We do, we're a distribution in Finland. We're in a variety of other markets, very small uh, today outside of Sweden. That's our biggest market. We do have distribution in Asia, Taiwan, South Korea, uh, Hong Kong, and uh, Malaysia. Now, with the Pepsi partnership, they're in 126 countries. So 
that you know that that does allow us to to um, move a little bit quicker than we anticipated prior to that PepsiCo partnership, and we're evaluating that now. Um, I, I do think it's really important to be really focused, timing and sequencing. It's very difficult to build brands um, in new markets. We feel we have a good strategy to do that, uh, go to market strategy and a way, great way of targeting consumers and building a loyal consumer. But we're not going to do like a you know a, a spray and pray type of concept. Um, to your, we talked earlier. Uh, that's kind of the initial strategy that happened with Celsius, and it didn't work out too well. So we're really about staying focused, building awareness, um, really creating loyalty, uh, and and really driving that daily consumption model that we've been able to approve here at Celsius. So we're looking at other markets. We expect to expand in 24 and 25 and beyond, but we're going to be really methodical on our approach. Quick question, uh, follow up, and, and I'm, I'm sure you've heard of Jonah Lupton between Joey and Jonah, the, the two uh, cheerleaders of Celsius since day one. He had a question actually from asking the audience um, that kind of popped up with what you were saying about people enjoying this at lunch. So Jonah was asking about if you'd go from 200 to a 100 milligram drink. And that kind of makes sense. If people are drinking it at lunch, they don't necessarily need that energy. And talking about the different SKUs, I know you guys had an energy bar. So I don't know if that's still expanding here in the US. I actually love the taste of those as well. And so just curious about the different products that you guys are taking a look at right now as well. Yeah, I, I think Celsius can expand in a variety of different categories within beverage, but we're really focused right now on the core. That's our core line, our fruit forward line. That's really crispy, refreshing. And then we launched and expanded our vibe line, which we're building out. Right now, we're launching a cosmic vibe in Circle K right now. So if you go to Circle K, you can try the great, it's a really fruit forward, unique spin on a fruit punch flavor. Really excited about that, especially that I guess aliens have been identified and everything was talking about space. So it's like perfect timing on that, which works out really well with all the space talk going on. And then we also have our 16-ounce line, which has additional enhanced caffeine plus L-citrulline. We're looking at oper- to continue to expand that, really performance energy. We've talked about maybe coming out with a lower caffeinated product um, you know, as the uh, portfolio evolves. But I really want to keep really focused on staying focused right now because we do see a lot of runway with our core line, the vibe line and our uh, 16 ounce offering. So, but th- not to say down the road, we were not going to expand with a, uh, a lighter alternative. Also maybe going into some adjacent categories, hydration, functional hydration could be an opportunity. Um, you talked about the protein bars. We yeah. have a fast protein line. Mainly it's in Finland. That's really, that's uh, the category leader in Finland. We did sample, bring it over in the US about a year and a half ago. We had it sold on Amazon. We were testing it. The bars were amazing. Uh, we did pull that back and now we're really just focused on the RTDs uh, or the Celsius portfolio. I think there's an opportunity to do something with that fast portfolio. But right now, just with the great momentum, we're staying hyper-focused right now on Celsius. Yeah, uh, to piggyback off what you said about the lighter version. So my girlfriend manages a couple like rooftop nightclubs in Hollywood. And I would love if Celsius was available like the nightlife or like when I go out, like, give me a tequila and a lemon lime Celsius drink and stuff like the Red Bull. But I know Red Bull is around 80 and Celsius at 200, potentially 100. Right. Is there yeah. anything in the pipeline where you are trying to get into that nightlife entertainment avenue and you're going to create new products to fit that realm? Well, what we, we have seen, I mean, that's a, that's an opportunity we're talking about as well with a lower caffeinated product, but we're not really, we're all about living fit and living healthy. So mixing with alcohol isn't really in our DNA. What we are doing is we do see a combination of 
mocktails as a big opportunity to play in. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have some mocktail combinations for that, but Celsius doesn't promote the usage of alcohol or mixing with alcohol or anything like that. Uh, but uh, the mocktails we have that the, that the marketing team has come up with is uh, they're spot on. They taste great. Uh, but really a lower uh, caffeinated product, we're thinking the usage occasion could be later in the afternoon. Um, you know, uh, maybe they don't, someone doesn't need that as much caffeine or much of a pickup. Uh, that's what we're thinking about kind of a lower caffeinated products usage occasion. All right. So John, one big question I've had, and this kind of relates more to, you know, the man behind the company. So you went from being CEO of a 200 million, $300 million company. Now you're the CEO of a $13 billion company. How has your life changed over just the last three and a half years, uh, given you know the performance of your company? I mean, here, it, you know, I'm only as good as the next quarter we deliver. So uh, it's all about the team. So I mean, it's uh, to be honest with you, uh, doesn't really feel any different. Um, we're still, you know, pushing as aggressive as we can, working on building the the marketing team, the operational team, the finance team. Now. It, you know, if we go back three years ago, we had one person in HR. Now we have about uh, six people in HR. We have a recruiting uh, sm- a team that we're building out. We have the operations team, logistics. Uh, so, and it just constantly continue to evaluate teams and build out the teams, um, sales, marketing, operations, efficiencies, finance. Uh, you know, it's uh, the numbers got have gotten bigger, but um, you know, the, at the end of the day, the same focus and DNA and KPIs have, haven't really changed too much. We've added. More team members. We're bringing new team members on every day. In the quarter, I think we've added uh, about 54 uh, employees, and we just graduated 170 uh, students that are heading back to college universities that were in um, our Celsius University program that we had them down here in South Florida. The team does a great job educating them on sales, marketing, business best business practices, um, how to better uh, uh, represent yourself, a variety of different. Um, uh, programs they, that that education programs that we provide, and all the managers are there. We have all of our team members talk about you know their career, uh, their career paths, and and FMCG in general, consumer products, and uh, we get them all excited, and uh, everyone's ready to get back to colleges. But uh, uh, personally, from a couple years ago, just like I said, it's uh, uh, hasn't really changed much. To be honest with you, uh, just we have we're really we got a lot more people. Um, I guess that's the uh, that's the biggest difference right now. Piggybacking on that, because that, that is a great question, Joey. And, and besides moving from maybe coach to flying first class, um, you know, from a managerial, uh, you know, sorry, three, two, one. From a managerial focus point, though, um, you know, obviously the amount of employees has changed. How, how does that dynamic, you know, shift for you mentally when you're now managing, you know, a number of managers that are managing people. That's probably interesting to a lot of folks that are other CEOs that may be listening to the podcast. Uh, I'm sure there's, you know, CEO trainings and things of that nature, but I, I'd be curious to dive a little bit further into that of, you know, how does it take to mentally now realize you're responsible for, you know, thousands of employees basically? Yeah. I mean, it's uh listen, you got to believe in your managers. I think uh, going through the hiring process is really critical. Um, I'm big on inspecting what you expect at the end of the day. So, um, you know, you got to really believe in your manager. You got to really continue to coach your managers. It's at the end of the day, uh, if you go back several years, you, you did a lot of the work yourself. Now you're really, really coaching and evaluating. And, and that's a big part of the day is trying to share that knowledge that you have learned something new every day. We got a lot of great new team members that are coming on from some of the biggest CPG companies in the world. 
and they're coming here to Celsius to join because they see a great opportunity here and they're bringing a lot of skill sets, ideas, best practices. Um, it's really about learning every day. I think that's really important, taking best practices and sharing those internally with the teams um, and uh, and continue to drive that mindset forward of constantly reinventing yourself, constantly evaluating and understanding that you're really your actions impact uh, are going to impact the brand, impact the customer. And your customers are not just out external, they're internal as well. We had a big town hall meeting uh, today. We had all the, t- all the team members and that was a big uh, a topic that we were talking about. You know, customers, internal and external, best in class service, uh, best great partners build great brands. And, you know, it's, it's all about the service and that at the end of the day. And um, we, each and every one of us within the company are critical to the next step. I think that's important. You got to drive passion um, and, uh, that's one thing that we really push through the company is constantly, uh, you know, creating this passion, creating this atmosphere of, of, uh, you know, self-worth that everyone's contributing to the overall cause. Love that. So to kind of come back to your history at the company. So, I mean, I've followed it for so long. I know when, when times are really tough and you, you were CFO from 2012, to, I want to say 2018, and essentially you were brought in as like a fixer. And then you were interim CEO and then named CEO in a permanent role. And essentially, again, as a fixer, they knew that, you know, with your financial minds, you knew all the, you know, ins and outs of the company that they trusted you with this. So one of my, I guess, (laughs) worries for the company is that now that the company is fixed, you will shift back to a CFO or, or, you know, chairman of the board, almost leave the CEO role because your job is complete. Would that be anything you see in the future or are you, you know, through and through a CEO now and you're going to stick to it? Yeah. I mean, I've been here 12 years, a little over 12 years now. I mean, it's, uh, it's been a great, great journey. I am, I'm fully committed. Uh, listen, it's, uh, listen, I want to see how far we can take this company, but I work for the board of directors. I am the chairman. Um, you know, I give it my 200% each and every day, work with the teams. Uh, we're excited where we're going here. I think um, there's a ton of runway ahead, and um, you know we're, I'm here to stay as long as uh, as long as they keep me here. So uh, you know I'm an operator at the end of the day, right? And I want to build this brand. We got a great product. Um, you know, it's not just a, you know sugar and water or, or flavor and water. The product actually does what it what it delivers on. It's got science behind it. Um, it's changed people's lives. It's I've gotten people to think about health and wellness and fitness, and that's in our DNA. We still do that today, and uh, we gain broader distribution. Health and wellness is now more hip, cool, and sexy than ever before. If you went back you know, 10 years ago, it wasn't. Um, people went to the gyms as a routine, and now people go to the gyms to meet people, to hang out. They got you know these uh, juice bars, all these like really cool things. I mean, you look at some of these gyms, but teak gyms, it's um, talk to some of the really the owners and you talked about some of the operators, they, they'll tell you that you're not in the gym business. They're in the entertainment business. That's the way they see it. And um, so that gives you a different mindset on fitness altogether. And Celsius can, can be a part of that. And then you, you see where the category is going. You know, the energy category continues to evolve, it's dominated by two players, still dominated today. Uh, it's amazing to see Celsius in a solid number three position in the category uh, at driving great growth. We're bringing new consumers in. Um, yeah, I'm excited where the company's going and I'm excited where, what's ahead for us. So, uh, you know, I, I don't see anything changing, at least, uh, unless you know something I don't, but, uh, hey, I'm, I'm just making sure you're not going anywhere. Cause that, that would almost break my investment thesis. <laughs> <laughs> 
Awesome. Shai, I know you got one more question, Shai. Yeah, yeah. So uh, coming from uh, like a triple-digit CAD gear the past three years, like tr- approaching 20% market share in energy on Amazon, like how do you manage these expectations and beat these goals for like the next quarter, the quarter after? I mean, because these beats are kind of getting insane. How like hand over fist, you're like being all estimates that analysts are providing. So how do you manage these expect- expectations? Yeah, it's tough because we don't provide guidance. Um, you know, so a lot of these analysts are using, you know, IRI scan data and their own internal thesis. Um, you know, at the end of the day, we want to, we want to build the brand as quickly as possible. We think the timing's now. Um, we're, you know, you see the, the big growth that Celsius has had in the second quarter and you see some of the great wins. You mentioned Amazon 20%, roughly a 20%. It was 18. Um, you know, uh, and you look at some of these other accounts, it's performing extremely well. In Q1, we talked about some great share numbers coming out of South Florida. You know, we're looking to replicate that in a variety of other markets. Um, and you go to some of these retailers, you see some massive displays out there. I mean, Joel, you're talking and some of the stores you go into, uh, you mentioned Costco. I mean, the, the amount of pallet displays that are, are flowing through Costco. Uh, you look at some of these key retailers. If you go into, uh, Circle K right now, you're going to see K stacks of our Cosmic Vibe. You'll see a lot of cold placements. That flavor has been doing sh- extremely well. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, I, I think there's just a, it's a really exciting time in energy. Um, you know, we all need more energy. We're all doing more. We're attached to these phones that never ends, emails, text messages. Uh, people have like three or four social media accounts. I mean, there's no time to sleep these days, right? So uh, we all need more energy. That's a, it's a great time to be here. We bring healthy energy, you know, to live fit, essential energy. Hey, at the same rate, we see like this rise of Wegovi and all these weight loss drugs and stuff. Could that almost be, now people could see this as something that could almost turn away from a health and wellness brand like a Celsius, but that could almost be a catalyst as people shed this weight, get into the gym, continue to work on themselves. And, you know, pick that more healthy lifestyle now that they've shed that weight could be a catalyst for Celsius. We were talking earlier on our last podcast talking about, you know, the diabetes market that was so successful for so long and that, you know, these weight loss drugs or just a healthy lifestyle that that is becoming more popular, which is crazy that a healthy lifestyle is something that's just now gaining in popularity and that. Yeah, sh- shifting away from sugar waters and all these other things to a health and wellness brand like a Celsius is now becoming the cool thing to do. So it's crazy, but it is a trend that's working in Celsius's favor. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, like it, just think about. I think COVID's been a great catalyst for us. I hate to say it, you know, but uh, it's uh, it's got a lot of people thinking about health and wellness, right? If you mean if um, you know, staying active, caring about what you, thinking about what you're putting in your body. That, that was a big, um, really, I think, turning event for the company as well. Just health and wellness that got everyone thinking about health and wellness. And, um, you know, th- those are mega trends that aren't going away. I was just at a fitness meeting. We we're talking about planning for 24 and we're really reviewing the environment. And, you know, you look at the current, you know, fitness model, uh, the fir- current fitness environment, the number of gyms, pre and post COVID and, um, you know, the growth opportunities. It's, it's already above the pre-COVID pandemic levels, uh, the overall fitness channel, and it's expected to continue to grow. So, you know, we're back uh, in the fitness channel, back to where it was pre-COVID, even larger. And, you know, 
if you look at three of the biggest seismic trends that are out there in, in all CPMG or, you know, everyone wants, you know, better for you. Um, and, but they don't want to sacrifice flavor or taste. So we deliver on that with seven essential vitamins or green tea and ginger guarana. And we have some amazing taste, uh, flavors the company is coming out with. Uh, green apple cherry has been really successful at 7-Eleven. Mentioned the, uh, the great new cosmic vibe. We got a bunch of other flavors. We brought back lemon lime, Joe. I know you mentioned orange earlier. Uh, and a legacy flavor was lemon lime. We just brought it back, uh, in January. So you have to try that. And then the other trend is we want more function in the foods we consume, right? We all want to drink something. We want to eat something, but we want more than what, uh, what it, what it was intended to do. We want more function. Celsius does have those thermogenic properties that really allow you to live that healthy, active lifestyle and help you accomplish your health and wellness goals. Um, and then the fourth trend is just fitness in general. Like we mentioned fitness, that fitness trend continues to build. Uh, and, and so we're really aligned with the three of fastest growing trends in food and beverage. So uh, that positions us well in the future. And, you know, hopefully we'll be able to continue, uh, continue to grow here. Last question. Cause I remember last time we spoke, um, there were some issues. I think it was with the, uh, with the actual aluminum and the cans, there was a lot of issues there. So I haven't kept up with that as close as I probably should, but have those been resolved? And is that something you, you know, moving forward is, is kind of behind us now? Yeah, that was a tough time. Uh, when we spoke uh, two years ago, um, called it the can pandemic. And during COVID with uh, aluminum and uh, supply chain shutdowns, uh, you couldn't get cans. So we actually uh, had to insource uh, or import cans from overseas. Uh, so that was really difficult for the company because uh, you know we, we had to learn all about importing and uh, managing shipping lanes and um, we learned about new terms called demerge, uh, which is pretty expensive when your containers don't get picked up on time. Um, and yeah. then also learned a lot about unions and what unions you can use, you can't use for certain ports. Um, so it was uh, uh, amazing learning for our team. Um, you know, a, a very stressful time. Uh, we did get cans in and, um, you know, I think that allowed us because we moved really quickly um, and we was able to secure cans. A lot of people weren't able to secure cans during that time. Uh, which was really difficult for a lot of companies. Now today, the can in canning industry is uh, seems to be back at level playing for field right now. So we have ample cans, uh, even to support our growth plus and, and to meet all of our internal expectations on forecast. So we're good on cans. We're good on seem to be fairly good on raw materials. We got uh, redundancies in place. Also, additional co-packers coming online to produce the products. So um, we're really confident we can continue to supply. Uh, to our growth plans, as well as go above that if needed, if we need to flex. Yeah, I, I would say I've, I've noticed a lot of your competitors copying your can. You know, I feel like Celsius was the first one to use this exact style of can. And now I see almost everybody. And I recently saw Zoa actually change their can from a bigger one to, I call it the Celsius can. And I thought that could almost cause supply issues for you, but you haven't seen anything Oh, I, I guess it. you should be flattered that everybody wants to be like Celsius, but has that caused any issues in the supply or everything's kind of, uh, you know, fixed? It? Oh, if anything, we're gaining more leverage because our purchase orders are so much bigger. So, uh, <laughs> you know, that, that that's, a, that's a, I guess that's the joys of scale. So now we're able to leverage the scale. So, um, you know, before we couldn't get a, a lot of vendors to call us back or we got kind of leftovers, uh, line time, you would call it. Um, and they run it when they want to run it, uh, when they have some downtime from the larger brands. 
but now we're getting priority um, because of the volumes and people are seeing the growth. All of our vendors believe in our products. They, they see where this brand's going. And um, I, I can't thank our vendors enough, all of our vendors and suppliers. It's, um, it, they've been really helpful. And it, it, without them, none of this would be, none of this would be able to take place. All right. My final question for you is if you've thought about having the throwback vibe where you bring back the blue can, and of course, it's got to be the OG orange flavor. So just shifting it right back into the blue can so everyone can experience the greatness of, you know, the, the late 2009 trend of the blue can. We could bring back the Burn Baby Burn Celsius uh, song. And it's nostalgic. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't think that'll fly past our style <laughs> guy. <these days>, so. <laughs> Those are great times. It's going to go in the Almanac uh, and it'll go down into our museum. I was going to say, do you have a Celsius museum? We do. We do. Cans. Oh, man. When you oh, come wow. into the office, we'll take you down memory, memory lane down here. I'm going to be stealing a blue can while I'm there. <laughs> well, we know you got a, you got another meeting you got to hop to, but thank you so much. It's been an incredible journey to watch You know, for two years for me. Joey for 25 years or ever long. <laughs> Love it. Long, you guys, but seeing just the bodega below me, I, you know, there was one or two skews and now there's an entire row. So it's almost like a microcosm that I've been watching the story uh, on the bodega below me. So it's, it's incredible amazing. to have you uh, on here, John. And uh, maybe in two years, we'll have you back again and, and see where you're at. I would love to do that. When I started, I couldn't give it away for free at a 5K. I had to use my daughter to hand it out, uh, you know, and she was four at the time. So uh, they Man. would take the product from a, from a young child. But uh, <laughs> it's been an amazing journey. We're just getting started. we got a long runway ahead. Honored to be here with you guys. And uh, thanks for all the support. Appreciate it. Every night I flex. I'm making big moves. That's a big move. Big money, big moves. That's a big move. I'm making big moves. That's a big move. Big money, big moves. That's a big move. Yeah. Make a play, don't talk about it. Master P, I'm bad about it. This one here for all that try to count me out and they still counting. Honestly, I never doubt it. Say the top is never crowded. Well, I'm trying to climb the mountain till I need a few accountants. Stock is rising, perfect timing. I'm in Brickle with the tribe. Charlie sliding, she won't I'm a real one, I provide, yeah. Drip on a hundred.